let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast, the show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships, and your life. My name is Joseph Metzel. I am your host, and I'm joined in this episode by Leah. What's going on? What's happening? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. First things first, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday yeah, for yesterday. yesterday. Anyone, um, anyone can guess my age. You don't look a day over twenty-four. That's what. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. How's your day, man? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good birthday. Yeah. Good. Very lucky. Spent well. Was very well spent. Good yeah. times. Yeah. I didn't see you during the day because you didn't show up to work. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who works uh, it's on why, their birthday? Yeah, well, yeah. that's it. You know, if you want your, your a day off for your birthday, you get it. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Hey, listen. This uh, this is your first appearance in the Fitness Times Business podcast for this year. It is. And we are, uh, we're going to dive straight in. I actually picked this topic and sent it to you during the week. Mm. Um, and it's something that it's kind of, it's popped up uh, in a couple of different scenarios for me personally over the last couple of weeks. And so I obviously latch onto it and I'm like, yep, need to go talk a little bit more about that. need to dive a little bit deeper in. So this episode, uh, for you guys listening and watching, you're going to get a bunch of value out of it. But to be honest, this is a little bit of a selfish episode because I just want to have a discussion with you and kind of go down this rabbit hole uh, and see where it leads us. Mm. But the title of this episode is called Decoding Criticism. And I think to give a bit of context, the way that this has kind of manifested for me over the last couple of weeks specifically um, is I've seen a couple of examples of people really struggling with receiving criticism. Mm -hmm. And I think that at different points along our lives, we, everyone receives criticism, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of us really struggle with it. I know I personally do, Mm -hmm. and I've got a little hack that I use now that I'm going to share with you guys in this episode uh, about how to, uh, how to receive criticism. And another thing is one of the things that, uh, that I do at the start of every year is I spend usually a couple of hours a day during the whole month of January doing uh, business planning, business goal planning, business vision planning. I try and get all my personal stuff done in the first week. And then I have, you know, especially with the, the different businesses that we have operating mm. in the Massive Joe's, TMJ Apparel, Massive Joe's Challenge, all that shit going on. It just takes me a little bit longer. So I've been doing a lot of that over this month and I'm almost done. And one of the things that has kind of come out of that is in my general management responsibilities, my meetings that I have with all of the managers here at at Massive Joe's headquarters every fortnight Mm. is actually putting into our uh, meeting agenda the ability to discuss constructive criticism. Mm. And obviously from my perspective, that's me giving criticism. And one of the things also that I struggle with is actually giving criticism. So there's kind of like the receiving criticism part and then the giving criticism part. And I'm just like, what is going on here? I want to go down this rabbit hole and have a discussion. And so that's what we're doing here. I like it. Good. I just don't know if I should be like sitting in this seat in this in this conversation. Why is that? Right? Wow, because it is tough. 
man. Everyone, no one likes <laughs> criticism. Is very hard to handle. Well, so. let's start. You know what? Let's start there. Let's start with like struggling with receiving criticism. Mm. What? Where? What's going on here, man? Like, well, where does it come from? I think it comes from a place where the word criticism. Yeah. And it, it just it's negative. Yeah. Straight away, it's got like a negative feel to it. Mm. Um, which it uh, it isn't. But for some reason, somewhere along the way, people have just decided that criticism is a negative thing. Yeah. So I think one of the steps towards decoding it, as we're talking about here, is flipping that a bit. Not always seeing it. Yeah, there's definitely like the the negative connotation. I think that like the one thing that I notice with myself is whenever I receive criticism, whether it's positive, negative, constructive, deconstructive, um, good, bad, however you want to label it, the... Uh, like for me personally, I think that what it does is it kind of um, like punches your ego a little bit. Oh yeah, you know because it, immediately when someone's telling you something that you know that you haven't done well or that you can improve on or just you know uh, criticism in its in its general nature, mm. the first response is ah. Oh, I'm not as good as I thought I was at that. Or, mm. you know, it's just, it's it's a bit of a slap in the face to your ego. 100%. Um, and, you know, I, I say ego, you know, ego also has negative connotations about it, but everybody has ego, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. has ego about something, you know? And I think that the negative connotation attached to criticism and when you first receive criticism is just that slap mm. to your ego and you kind of like, you get taken back by it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the first stage of that negative connotation. Yeah. Right. So I have um, a little trick that I use whenever, whenever I receive criticism and it can come in any sort of form. It can be, you know, from someone close to me, family member, friend, um, my partner, it can be, uh, you know, people within the business. It can be a criticism about my work, about uh, my physique. Uh, it can be some of these motherfuckers on YouTube <laughs> down comments like I was just telling you yeah. off camera. Um, my, my initial reaction is, so I have this thing where I call in my mind, I play off reaction one, reaction two. Mm-hmm. So I know as soon as I get some sort of criticism, there's going to be two reactions. The first reaction is ego, right? It's an emotional reaction and it's always that step back. It's like, oh, you know, that kind of, that hurts my ego a little bit. Mm. And then reaction two is actually deciphering what to do with that criticism. Mm. So is it good? Is it bad? Uh, is it constructive? Can I use it? So I always, you know, the first thing, as soon as I receive any form of criticism is I jump back to reaction one, reaction two, and I let myself kind of feel reaction one, Mm -hmm. the emotional, the ego. And then once that passes, which is usually like couple of seconds, mm. then I, I fall back into reaction to. Mm. What about yourself? I mean, it's good that you've kind of deciphered that you've got those those two reactions. I yeah. mean, for me personally, when I receive criticism, mm. I guess, yeah, the first step is a, a step back. You always get taken back by it and you take that sort of blow and go like, ugh, okay, mm. so tell, tell me what you really think, you mm. know? Um, and then the next step, which I guess you might be at a place now where you don't have that or do that or whatever. But the mm. next step is like a little bit of anger and a little bit of fight back. Mm. You know, I think a lot of people have that. They like receive criticism. Mm. And once they, once they've taken the step back, the next step is to sort of, um, yeah, there's a bit of like fight back about it, mm. um, which isn't at all in any way helpful. So 
you know, for me personally, knowing that I've got that, mm. um, you, I really have to take a second with it. You know, I sort of hear the criticism, take the step back, want to fight back about it, but actually pause myself and, 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 and really hold back that reaction. Yeah. And I think that that's part of that, like that, that for me, that's reaction yeah, one. Yeah, that's who reaction, reaction one. one is my yeah. ego gets hit and then whatever emotions flow from that, mm. like the, the emotional uh, reaction to receiving criticism is very like intuitive, mm. right? So for some people it might be, uh, you know, immediately they, they get, the ego gets hit and immediately they go into like self-doubt mode. For other people, it's like fire up. It's like anger mode. Yeah. For other people, like it's it's almost like a, a fight or flight response, yeah. right? For some people, it's kind of like just shrink back into their shell. You know, I'm not worthy. Mm. Um, you know, it affects their self worth. Whatever it is, that first reaction and whatever that looks like for for you guys is emotional. Yeah. And you have to. You can't really, for me personally, like I find I can't fight that. It's mm. just going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to yeah. happen. Like it's fucking inbuilt yeah. in the programming system of my mind. Of everyone's, yeah. I can't override it. I can't rewrite it. It's mm -mm. just going to happen. And that's why my immediate response is is to go back to reaction one, reaction two. All right, let me feel the 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 anger, the kickback, whatever it may be. Let me actually experience that. Mm. Let that pass. Okay. Now reaction two, hmm. let me actually analyze this criticism. Can it help me? Yeah. What do I do with it? Yeah. So what do we do? Like what, what, what? It's really easy. What then I think, happens at that point? Yeah, I think it's really easy. At that point, you have to look at where exactly the criticism is coming from. And hmm. I find this actually really easy to do. So I found it, and even in like a space. Yeah. So I kind of go, all right, if I'm getting criticized in my workplace, for yeah. instance, I think criticism comes in, in two forms. It's either, it's either this like, like constructive criticism mm -hmm. or it's destructive. Yeah. And destructive criticism for me normally comes from total strangers mm -hmm. or people who aren't coming from a place where they want to help you. And you can usually tell straight away that people who don't know you, their YouTube comments, their people Trolls on, on Instagram, their people on social yeah. media, you know, that, and it's pretty easy to sort of figure that out. I think, um, and on the flip side of that, the constructive criticism comes from a place where people are trying to help you. Yeah. And usually it's in a workplace from people who, you know, all have the same goals as you or, mm. you know, it's from a loved one, somebody cares about you. Mm. So that's the next sort of thing for me. I kind of go, okay, that criticism hurt or ouch or, you know, yeah. had the first reaction. And then reaction two for me is deciphering the type of criticism it is. How do you, and how do you just like, what, what do you, what are the questions you ask about the criticism or the person delivering it? It's pretty easy. That, that it, helps you yeah. figure out whether it's constructive or deconstructive. It does this person want to help me? Does this person care about me? Okay. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Does this person want to see me succeed? Yeah. Um, and I guess that's a bit like, you know, that's a bit of like an intuition thing. Mm. You're not always going to get that right. Mm. But like I said, with, with the environment that, that you're receiving the criticism, you know, if it's on a forum, like where it's an anonymous yeah. person, you know, spitting something at you. Yeah. Um, usually the, like you can kind of tell pretty quickly, does this person want to help? Mm -hmm. I think. So you think it depends on the person delivering the criticism? Yeah, I think so. Do you think that there's a situation where 
someone who doesn't necessarily want to help mm. can still give constructive criticism and vice versa. Someone who doesn't want to help can still give constructive, like, you know, is there that kind of Delta or do you think it's like, um, you know, the first step there is does this person mm. actually, is this person trying to help me with this criticism? Yes or no. And that's like the first gate you got to go through. Mm. That's an interesting one. Cause it, I think, you can always look at it like that, yeah. but it, it takes a person like on another level to be able to hear some criticism from, yeah. from a completely anonymous source that stranger. is, a, you know, yeah. that, you know, maybe the stranger's intention was actually just to hurt that person, Yeah. but they can actually receive that criticism and go, okay, well, what is, what is this? How can this help me? Yeah. I have, so I've got, I've been giving this a lot of thought, mm. right? And so I have, I don't necessarily agree that it depends on the person because I have received some incredible criticism that has helped me level up from people I've never met before. Yeah. And sometimes it's come in the form of social media yeah. <laughs> comments, right? Where I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this person is. And oh yeah, that comment hurt. But actually, hmm, you know what? They're right. Yeah. Uh, so I need to figure out how to use this constructively. So I have a couple of things that I do. The first question I ask myself is, is this criticism going to help me develop? Yeah. You know, help me level up in business, help me become a better athlete, help me become a better leader, help me become a better partner. Is it going to help me develop in, in some area of my life? Mm. Right. And then the second question I ask is, does it align with my values as a person? Mm. And I think if the criticism passes both of those questions, if it's a yes, yes, then in my personal opinion, it's useful for me and it's constructive for me. And I should, you, I should act on that criticism and use it to drive some sort of action. Yeah. The th I see that. The only problem with that is I see it falling down if you disagree with the criticism. Mm. You know, like I don't necessarily agree with the criticism, say, that I get from someone in the workplace. Mm -hmm. You know, I might not. I might actually just like to my core be like, that's not true. That's but not that's right. The that's not what question, I'm doing. Man. You know what I mean? But then it's like, all right, well, if, but, but I completely disagree with it. Yeah. But these people, are, we've all got the same goals. These people are trying to help me. Yeah. So there's a possibility it's right. So then I'm going to pay have more an example? attention to it. Do you have like a specific example um, you can pull out? Uh, like in the workplace or like the flip side of that? Because the flip side of that is someone criticizes me you know, on, on social, on social media yeah. from, you know, say like they say something that I don't agree with from a place of negativity or mm. it's going to be really hard if I can't, if I can't go, yeah, but this person's trying to help me, mm. don't agree with them, but they're trying to help me mm. for me to go, I'm actually going to take that criticism and I'm going to do something with it. Like you're saying, like, yeah. how can this help me? Mm. You know, if I like to my core, I go like, they're not trying to help me. Then I don't believe them. So it's kind of like, it'd be hard for me to, do all that deciphering and still get to that. Okay. But that's why I asked the second question. Yeah. That's why I say it doesn't align with my values. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And that's how I figure that out because sometimes, yeah, it could help me develop, mm. but it's so abrasive to my values mm. that it's not useful to me. Mm. It's just not because deep down in my core, I just disagree with it. Mm. 
So that's why I ask those two questions. Mm. I'm going to give you a couple of examples because I've, 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 pulled a, I've pulled a couple out here from different uh, areas of my life that I've experienced. So one on the fitness side of things is um, before I turned pro in men's physique, I went uh, probably the last couple of years of competing as an amateur. It was like 2015, you got to get smaller. You're too big for men's physique. Mm. 2016, you got to get smaller. You're too big for men's physique. Mm. And then 2017, obviously, you know, I ticked all the boxes and, and, and kind of turned pro. But the the criticism and that criticism was coming from all of the judges, right? right. They're like, you're just getting, you're getting too big for men's physique. You're getting too big for men's physique. You're getting too big for men's physique. For me, I was like, okay, like I get it, but when I turn pro, I'm going to be fucking tiny mm. and then I'm going to have to put all this muscle back on to be able to compete with the pros. Mm. But you go through those two questions, right? Is it going to help me develop? Is it going to help me achieve the goal I'm trying to achieve, which was at the time to turn pro? Mm -hmm. These are the gatekeepers. These are the people making the decisions. Mm. Their criticism is actually going to help me achieve that goal. So I have to listen to it, right? Does it align with my values? Well, what I'm trying to do at this point is one of my big core values is achievement, right? Mm, mm. So for me, achieving that pro status, uh, it, it does align with my values. So I go tick, tick. All right. You know, mm. even though I understand that when I turn pro, I'm going to have to put all the muscle back on to be competitive and fucking here we are now. Mm -hmm. um, but that sort of criticism ticked those two boxes. So I was like, okay, let, let's do it. Mm. On the flip side, in my career as a, as a businessman, you know, the constant criticism that I have received and still continue to receive, um, not as much now because certain levels of success, people shut the fuck up, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely kind of coming up, right. Is, you know, cri criticism from, from family and friends on like lack of balance, mm. right. It was like, you work too much. You um, don't have enough time for rest and, you know, fucking whatever. You know, effectively, you work too much, right? Sleep. There's no, there's no, yeah, whatever <laughs> it is, right? There's no balance. You got to balance more. You got to spend more time doing this and that and yeah. whatever, right? So is it going to help me develop, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to help me become uh, a, a more well-rounded person. Mm -hmm. It's going to help with my personal development. It's going to help with my relationships. It's going to help with my family life. Yes, absolutely. And then back to your question, right? Is it coming from people who want it, who want the best for me? Well, it was family, right? Mm. And friends. Yeah. So it ticks that box mm. where it fell down was, does it align with my values? Does it align with what I'm trying to achieve in my life? Mm. And I knew that if I'm trying to, you know, if I'm trying to fulfill my ambition, if I'm trying to tick my, one of my biggest core values of achievement, this is the path I need. You know, I'm going to have to, I'm going to make sacrifices. Mm. I got to do this shit. So it, the criticism, even though it was coming from people mm. who wanted the best for me, and even though, yes, it probably was going to help me develop as a person, it was in misalignment with my core values. So it fell down at that point. So I didn't listen. Mm. So those are a couple of examples that, you know, that I have kind of fleshed out. And I'm like, yeah, that, that kind of fits this, this pattern for how I use well, the, 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 um, the cues, I guess, that I use to decipher or decode mm. whether criticism is useful, constructive, or not useful and deconstructive for me. Mm. 
Can you think of any examples where, where you've kind of had one or the other? I mean, not, not particularly where I've struggled with either seeing something as, as constructive or, or destructive or, yeah. you know, should I act on this criticism? Should I let this criticism like get to me? Mm. You know, with the example you just mentioned about, you know, copping some criticism from, from family and friends about probably not being as well balanced as maybe they thought you should be. Mm. I guess your sort of take on not acting on that or, you know, you sort of decipher it as do I, do I act on this criticism? Do I not act on this criticism? Is it useful or is, is it, it not useful? useful? Yeah. yeah. But the, I guess the other part of that is because you saw how that criticism was being delivered and where it was coming from. Yeah. Didn't like, you didn't, you didn't like go sit down and go, man, I'm not, you know, get, you didn't take, your self-worth didn't take a blow from it. No. Yeah. Which I think unless you can, unless you can understand where the criticisms are coming from and you're not going to be able to, to do that, whether you act on criti- on the criticism or not. Mm. I think it's, yeah, I think the only way you're going to be able to decode it and, and, co- and cop the criticism yeah. as well is, is if you can make that, you know, decipher between the two of them. Well, and I think that this is, you know, this is why it's so important to have clarity around this, right? Mm. Because if you, if, if you don't really understand how you're, decoding the the you know negative in quotation marks uh comments that are kind of coming back and the negative feedback in the form of criticism you can fall into the hole where depending on you know uh, what sort of a person you are and how you react to negativity you can fall in a hole where it does affect your self-worth right where it does feel like the world is plotting Mm. against you you know to try and bring you down or whatever it is which is why i think it's so important that you do have a a practical and strategic approach Mm. to receiving and decoding the the criticism that's kind of coming in, Mm. which is why we're having this conversation. Yeah. 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 Next, um, the next step after that, that I, that I kind of wanted to dive into is the usefulness of actually actively seeking criticism. Right. So if we kind of go, you know, what we've spoken about thus far is you're going to get criticized, right? From different people at some point, whatever it's coming in. What do you do when that criticism is not um, actively sought or not necessarily welcome, but it's coming in anyway? It's like knocking on the door. What do you, you know, when you open the door, what do you do? The second part is should you or should you not? actively go out and seek criticism? Should you be asking for people's, should you be soliciting people's opinions on, you know, how do you think I'm doing here? Could I do this a bit differently? Could I do this a little bit better? Uh, You know, like literally actively seeking criticism. 100%. Why? It's the only way you're going to grow and improve and get better. And That just seems like a stupid question to me because how else are you gonna? Okay, I'm so let me ask the let me ask the next let me ask the next question. Yeah, why do people not do it? Ah, because it's confronting. Yeah, isn't it? It's real hard to go to someone like, especially someone. Let's say, let's say it's a workplace again, Mm. where your aim is always to succeed and and probably you know be the best at what you're doing and and do the best at what you at what you you know hired to do and Mm. so 
it's confronting to go to someone who's probably a superior because that's who you would go to probably to seek out criticism in a workplace and be like, you know, what can I do better? Because that automatically sounds like, what am I doing wrong? Yes. And then what comes from that is next is what you were doing wrong, mm-hmm. you know? So that's probably why it's a hard thing to do. It's not mm-hmm. easy. It's not easy to go sit with someone who you're probably, you know, a little bit intimidated by or whatever and, and have that conversation. Yeah. It's not easy, but, you know, growth doesn't come from an easy place. So. It's one of those things where, you know, like your immediate response is everyone's immediate response, right? Unless mm. you are really deeply entrenched in fixed mindset, which I know you guys are not because if you were, you wouldn't be listening to the show. And if you were and you've been listening to the show and you're still deeply seated in fixed mindset, we haven't done a very good job <laughs> of thus far. So let's just make the assumption that all you guys are like teetering on growth mindset. Mm. You know, I, the, the, everyone gets that, right? They get it. Like if you're trying to level up and you're trying to develop and you're trying to just improve in any aspect of your life, you can't do it without seeking criticism Mm -hmm. on what you can do better, what you can improve on, right? Everyone gets that. Very few people actively seek criticism. Mm -hmm. Very, even though they know, They know that it is, you know, you're putting a recipe together for success. One of the main ingredients is constructive criticism. But you go to the pantry and you go find the fucking constructive criticism jar (laughs) and it's empty, right? People just don't do it. So what advice, you know, let's let's get really practical here. Let's get really strategic here. How do you actively seek criticism? Who should you actively be seeking it from? How do you do? I think who from everyone around you, but like I said earlier in 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 this chat, mm. it's got to be from people that you know, or at least think that you know, want to see you grow and succeed and stuff like that. You can't really go out there and seek criticism from people who don't want to who don't want to see you shine because yeah. you, you just you're going to get negative criticism mm. and it's just, it's not going to be constructive. It's just going to aim to like hurt and break you down. Yeah. Really. That's like, um, and then how to do it like really practically. Is that sort of, yeah. Yeah. I think like, what just, are we doing? Are we, are we scheduling doing? this in on a weekly basis? Like what, what's the deal here? Right. Because we know that it's important. We know that not enough people do it. So how do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. How, how do you do it? I think you, you, well, You'd have to go and and seek out that person that you are you want the criticism, the constructive criticism from. Yeah. Um, sit down with them and just start asking those questions. And those questions are, mm. you know, what can I do to do my job better? Or yeah, you know, how can I improve in this aspect? I think it's got to be a bit um, specific as well. Mm. You know, so if it's for uh, your say you want to sit down with your coach and be like, you know, how can I improve my game? Yeah. Or like, how can I improve my, my training? Yeah. yeah. How can I improve my diet? Mm. Like, I think you can't sit down with your coach and just sort of go, what am I doing wrong? How can mm. I, you know, how can I improve? Like quite broadly like that, I think you've got to be like, okay, what, what parts of my training can I do better? Mm. Or, you know, what parts of my supplement regime, you know, aren't, aren't, do you think I can improve on? Mm. That's what I think. Yeah. I, and I tend to agree. I think really practically for you guys is 
firstly, it's almost like mentorship. Mm. You know, there's a, there's a little bit like a, of a mentoring aspect to it is firstly, and I think that you, you know, I probably asked the question the wrong way around and you corrected it. I think firstly is figure out who you want yeah. to be your critic, mm. right? So who, you know, and at that point we kind of come back a few steps and we go, okay, well, they've got to be someone who wants to see me succeed. Mm -hmm. They've got to have someone who has my interests at heart yep. and they've got to be somebody who's actually willing to give the, the criticism mm. as well, right? Because if you kind of find someone and you're like, you know, I'd really like your opinion on this and they just give you a fucking vanilla bullshit opinion every time you ask, well, it's not the right person because they're not actually giving you constructive anything. No. They're just, I don't know, fucking talking for the sake of right. hearing their own voice. Um, so I think that that is important, right? And so in different areas of your life, guys, this, you, this may be a different person, right? In your career, it, it's probably going to be your superior. Mm -hmm. It could also be your peers, yeah. right? If you're a business owner, it's going to be somebody who runs a business at a level where you're trying to get to. Or it could also be business peers, right? Someone who's at the same level as you. Mm -hmm. In your fitness journey, it could be a coach, mm. right? Maybe you don't have a coach. Maybe you should look at hiring coach. It could be a personal trainer. Or it could be someone who's on the same fitness journey, right? We see this all the time in the Massive Joe's Challenge, right? The community aspect between people who are on the same fitness journey, getting feedback from each other about how they're progressing, mm. right? Uh you know, it really depends on what area of your life, but I think it's always going to be someone who's kind of above you mm. or at the same level, right? You're not going to seek criticism from someone who is at a, a lower level in whatever area of your life you're looking at because they don't have the experience to be able to give you constructive criticism, mm. right? So I think that's the first thing. And then I think then the second thing is like setting the expectation. Once you've identified that person, just ask them, mm. hey man, like, listen, you know, in the, in the workplace, uh, Hey, um, boss, you know, I'd really like, you know, I'd like to sit down with you once a month or once a fortnight or whatever, and just look at my outputs over the last couple of weeks and just give me some feedback on what I can be doing better. Mm. Give me some feedback on how I can improve, you know, really set that expectation. Uh, hey coach, uh, or Hey PT, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing for me and, and, and this and that. But for me to get to the next level, I really need some constructive criticism on a weekly basis mm -hmm. on a fortnightly basis. So let's put something in place where I can send you, you know, physique shots or, you know, my diet or my, how I'm feeling psychologically, whatever the fuck it looks like. Mm. And I need you to actually actively you know, give me some criticism on that, actively critique it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, hey, uh, business owner, really respect what you've done. I'd really appreciate, you know, having a call for 10 minutes every month and just kind of telling you where I'm at and telling you what my issues are mm. and just seeing if you've got any criticism for me, if you can actually help me get to the next level. Mm. So I think, you know, finding out who you want to be your critiques and then actively scheduling in and setting the expectation on what that looks like. And then obviously, as with everything, you got to execute on that. Mm. You got to execute with discipline. I think like really that's how granular you have to get mm. because if you don't like, it's just never going to happen. You're going to make up the recipe for self-development. You're going to go to the pantry mm. and find the criticism jar. And it's still going to be fucking empty. You know what I'm saying? I think the last piece is I want to flip it. Um, because this is my, you know, this is the other side of the coin and both of us are in leadership positions, right? So on one end, we're trying to receive criticism from 
peers or people above us. And on the other end, we're making sure that we're giving constructive criticism to people who we are responsible for leading and responsible for developing. Mm. So that's kind of the, the final piece of the puzzle is why should you give criticism? How do you give criticism? Mm. So like flipping the switch on that real quick. I think the why is you, you want the best out of your team straight up. Like that's the, that's, the most simplest way to put it, but well, listen, you know, you say that, but it's not as obvious as it seems, uh-huh. right? Because there's a lot of people in leadership positions. There's a lot of people in, in, um, positions of authority mm. who actually don't really give this much thought, mm. right? Like if you are responsible for another person's development, you're a coach or a personal trainer, or you're responsible for a team, you're a business leader in a business, or you're a business owner, right? And you are trying to get to your next level. Mm. The only way you can do it is by getting each person in your team or each person you're responsible for to the next level yep. as well. So I think that, you know, let's just, let's not skim over that yep. because you have to have intention about that. Mm-hmm. So you ask the question, why should you give constructive criticism? Well, you have to be very clear about what you're trying to achieve mm. and the fact that the only way you're going to get there is by making sure that your team and your people get better as well. Yeah. Then what? Then, and this one, this is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, is it needs to be specific. Mm-hmm. I think, I mm-hmm. think this for me is the most important thing with, with, with delivering criticism is yeah. you can't just go into something and say, um, you suck at what you're doing mm. or you're not doing, you're not doing your job. Well is really not enough for criticism. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be way more specific specific than that Mm. it's got to be you know these are the parts of your job Mm. of that these are the tasks that I think you can improve on and I guess also like for me personally if I was delivering this I I would then give a bit of advice as to how I think you could improve on those things yeah but I think it's it's really important to be specific and I think it's also really important when you're giving out criticism to and this is really hard to do, but to like check where you are in, in your day. Mm. Cause you can be having like a crap day, you know? Um, and a lot of stuff can be, you know, you know, I know there can be, you can go from conversation to conversation to conversation, um, task to task to task throughout your day. And one thing can kind of piss you off. And then in the next thing that you've got to, uh, you know, attend to mm. is, is delivering some criticism, but because you're still kind of, fired up or you still got that in your mind, you're not kind of checking how you're delivering that criticism Mm -hmm. and that's not going to be helpful for the person you're trying to help. Yeah. So from a leadership perspective mm -hmm. as well, another little cue that I use is a saying release tension, set Mm -hmm. intention. Mm -hmm. So release the, the tension of whatever else you were doing, right? Leave that behind, step completely through that door, close the door behind you and then set intention for this room that we're now walking into. Yep. And if that room is to give constructive criticism to one of the people you're responsible for to help them get to the next level, that's the intention. Yeah. So you, you got to close that, that door, open the new one, step completely into that room. Mm. So I agree with you there. Super important. Yeah. How do you make sure that your criticism, right? So once again, flipping the script back to yeah. the first thing that we spoke about, how do you make sure that, 
the criticism that or the critique that you're delivering okay. is constructive and useful to the person who's receiving it. How do you how do you make sure that it is? Yeah. I feel like as I'm, opposed as opposed to just shit criticism. Yeah. Like man, you know what? You fucked up. It's it's just got to be specific like I said. You mm. can't it can't just be dude you you, you fucked up. Like mm -hmm. it's got to be a lot more detailed than that. One of the things that I uh, have found a lot of success with mm. is actually explaining the rationale for the critique, mm. right? So, you know, I, listen, I need to talk to you about something that I have noticed mm -hmm. with your performance or the way you're doing this or the way you're doing that or whatever it is. The reason why I want to bring this up is because I'm trying to help you get better. I'm trying to help you improve. I'm trying to help you get to the next level. And I know that by helping you get to the next level, the whole team is going to level up. Everybody helps each other and we're all escalating and developing together. Mm. Right. So I find that just a little, you know, you can call it a pep talk if you want or whatever. I call it setting the intention. And this is the reason why I'm giving you this feedback. I'm not giving you the feedback to seem like a dick. Mm. I'm not giving you the feedback because I'm your superior yeah. and, you know, I have to give you the feedback. I'm not giving you the feedback because I have a certain title and that title comes with authority and I'm just stamping my foot mm. down and using my authority because I think a lot of people, especially with that reaction one, reaction two, right? right? Reaction one is yeah. get your back up. Your ego has been stroked. Come back with anger or, mm. you know, fight or flight response. Come with anger or crawl back into your shell yeah that's not why we're here mm. right you're gonna experience that anyway but that's not why we're here mm. right we're here because i'm trying to help you get better i think that's really that's really going to help as well because yeah w when we were first talking earlier mm. we kind of said that that was something that you you the person receiving the criticism mm -hmm. had to do but yeah like how great if the person that you're trying to help you can kind of you know, soften that or at least get them in, in the, get them into that mindset. If they're not in a position like, you know, you and I might be where I can, I can do that myself. Yep. They're not quite there yet. It, it's going to help them and tenfold to be able to kind of do that for them. Almost. That's why, that's why I put this at the end yeah, of the no, show. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> because it tie, ties together nicely now, right? If you yeah. can help the person who you're giving the criticism to or who you're mentoring mm. or the person's come to you and asked to schedule in 10 minutes of your time every month for a little bit of constructive criticism, if you can help them ease through that first reaction, yeah. how much more powerful is the criticism going to be on the reaction to? Mm. 10 times more powerful, it's probably just 50 be, times more powerful. Yeah, so much, just much better received because they won't get stuck in that reaction one, mm -hmm. you know, because that's that's also a, a big problem, I think, is people just, they're getting critique, they're receiving yeah. criticism yeah. and they're sitting there and they're, they're just in reaction one. Mm -hmm. The first bit of criticism came out the mouth of the other person. Yeah. They're not even hearing anything else. Mm -hmm. It's like this person hates me. No. They want to see me succeed. Yeah. Why did I can't do my job well? <laughs> They're honestly not even hearing it. So if you can yeah. kind of get that out of the way mm -hmm. and open up their mind to this is actually why yeah. I'm telling you this. Yeah. How great is that? A hundred percent, man. I think, you know, the, the last little thing that kind of ties into this, why you should give criticism, right? In, in, in a, uh, when you're responsible for, for people, I think a reason why, 
and listen, it, one, once again, it's been something that I, I'm speaking from experience because it's something I've been very guilty of in the past, n- not so much anymore, but definitely as part of my personal development, I've become a lot more comfortable with this. Mm. But I think that the leaders listening, right, who perhaps don't like giving criticism because maybe they don't know why they're giving criticism, they don't know how to give criticism, but for most of the time, they don't give criticism because they want to be liked Mm. rather than being kind. Mm. And what I mean by that, just to pack that out, right, is if you, if you are primarily concerned with being liked, right, you're not going to tell anybody anything they don't want to hear because you know, the reaction is going to be negative and then they're not going to like you for bringing that up. And regardless of how you, how you, you know, what we just spoke about, regardless of how you deliver the criticism, there's always going to be that first reaction. Mm. And that first reaction is always negative, right? So if you're primarily concerned with being liked, you're not going to give criticism. And you know what that is? It's ego. It's exactly the same emotion when you're receiving criticism and your first reaction is to arc up. Giving criticism, your first, your first discomfort with giving it is once again ego mm. because you want to be liked. And if you give the constructive criticism, the person's not going to like it and they're not going to like you as much and your ego can't cope with that shit. Mm. So that's the first step with giving criticism as well as receiving it is that first reaction, mm. right? Mm. Push it to the side. Expe- well, don't push it to the side. Experience it. Lean into it mm. and then get to the next level. And what I mean by being kind, it's that old saying, you have to be cruel to be kind, right? If you actually really care about someone's development and you see things that they are doing that you know they could do better, or you're seeing things they're doing that you know are wrong, Mm. and you don't take the opportunity to give them constructive criticism to help them level up, that's not being kind. Mm. That's That's being cruel, for the sake of your own ego, because you want to be liked. And I can tell you, I can tell you guys right now, if you are in this position, if you're in a leadership position and your own ego and being liked is more important than giving the criticism that needs to be given to help the people you're responsible for to level up, you shouldn't be in a leadership position. Simple as that. Mm. You shouldn't. So you need to start working on that shit right away. And fortunately for you guys, this is the fucking blueprint of how to do it. So rewind the shit, go take notes and start implementing. Let's pull it together, man. Let's finish off with this. I want, I want the, I want the actual blueprint. All right. I want it. You've got it written there. I do. I do. (laughs) I've been taking sneaky notes. All right. So the first thing, right. With receiving criticism. The first thing is understanding that the first reaction is always going to be emotional. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be ego. You got to lean into that experience and then get to reaction two. The second step when you're at reaction two is figuring out whether the criticism is useful and constructive or whether it needs to come in one ear and out the other. And the way you do that, step two, subsection A... (laughs) Who's it coming from? Step two, subsection B. Is it going to help you develop and level up and improve and reach your goals? Step two, subsection three, does it align with your values? If the answers are yes, 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 
it's good, it's useful, it's constructive, execute on it, put it into practice. If you've got any nose in there, in one ear, out the other, mm. it's not going to help. It's not constructive. It's deconstructive criticism. It's very, it's hard to do, but yeah. it's just, you got to have a mantra of don't take it personally. Yep. Yeah. I think. 100%. Step three, why should you actively seek criticism? So we're going from it's coming your direction to it's not coming your direction, but you're going to go out and seek it. Firstly, figure out who you want to seek criticism from, who you want your critiques to be. Mm -hmm. And ideally, they want to be on the same level or above you. And then get very granular with how. When are we touching base? How often? How frequently? What are we critiquing? And put an actual schedule in place. To, so you, you, it's part of your routine, man. You actively schedule that shit in. Like other things you schedule in in your life. And then finally, why you should give criticism when you're in a position of leadership. And all of us in some areas of our lives are in some sort of position of leadership. Maybe you're a parent. Maybe you're a partner. Maybe you're a boss, a business owner, a coach, whatever the fuck your situation looks like. At some area in our lives, we're all in a position of leadership. Why should you give criticism? Because firstly, you care about other people and you care about helping them develop. You have to be very clear with that intention. And then how to give the criticism. Step four, fuck, I've lost count of steps. Count. Step four, subsection <laughs> B. <laughs> you guys know if you're taking notes, it's all making sense to you. Um, how to give criticism, set the intention. Why are, you, why are you giving it? Help whoever's receiving the criticism work through that first reaction and then deliver criticism that is both useful and constructive and is going to help them get to the next level. Yeah. That's it. That is it. That's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. It's been a good chat. It has. I feel like I have, uh, and that's why I was taking notes during this, because I feel like I've got some good clarity uh, on this from both a receiving end and a giving end. And me personally, I'm going to take these uh, these tips and tricks and implement them myself. Definitely. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Guys, if you're like me and you have uh, received some uh, valuable information, some practical advice, some strategic advice in this episode, or you've just enjoyed listening to Leah and I have a chat. It's a good chat. You guys know what to do, man. We ask one thing and one thing only, and that is to share the show. The best way, if you're on Instagram, take a screenshot of the podcasting platform that you're listening on right now, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, um, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, whatever it is, post it in your Instagram story, tag myself at Joseph Mansell, tag Leah at Leah Mansell. We see those tags. We like to reshare and repost as many as possible. If you don't get down with Instagram, you're not in the IG story or you just don't do that sort of thing. That's cool too. Just drop us a, drop us a little shout out. Just tell someone. Just tell someone next time you're, you know, at a family dinner or a friend's barbecue or whatever social event you're on at. Bus. People are on the bus the next and year. you're talking Dude. to the fucking bus driver <laughs> at the screen. Go listen and he's shit. like, man, did you see that new movie? Did you listen to that podcast? <laughs> I continue. You hear me in the office. I'm continuously dropping podcasts really that I are, listen yeah. to. Yeah. You know, whenever you're having those conversations, man, just drop us a, drop us a line. Say the Fitness Times Business Show is one of the best strategic and practical self-development podcast out mm. and we would very much appreciate that leah joseph thank you thank you you are appreciated you guys are appreciated until next time we'll catch you on the flip side <laughs>
Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.